Welcome, podcast episode number three. Mia and myself, Brian Tenenhaus, here from Peak Performance Therapy and Wellness. We are happy to be able to sit out here and yeah. just chat for a little bit. I'm so happy that we have really beautiful, nice weather now that it's uh, spring slash almost summer. Yeah. We could be out here. It's, it's good and safe. How have you been? I've been pretty good. Um, it's obviously COVID-19 when it hit in, in March, big time here. That was a tough transition for us as a small business, but of course for yeah everyone that we know, mm-hmm. the whole world. So it's yeah. been, that's been challenging for sure. Yeah, and it's, I don't know, it's been hard um, from so many different perspectives. You know, there's the, everyone's had stuff that's been canceled from school, daycare to bigger things and, and then much smaller things too that someone might, might have been looking forward to like, um, you know, going to a, a sports game or going to a, a movie or something they were really looking forward to and just everything has been cut cut out. So that's been tough. It's hit some people in drastic levels. I, I know some people who have lost loved ones um, and yet it's also hit some people on more of just a smaller level where it's, you know, they've been working under normal circumstances but in their own home environment so normal circumstances not at all normal yeah how has peak been for all this yeah so um i have been able to treat clients or patients on an irregular uh, limited basis throughout it all um you know we've struggled for sure but i've been um, i've been happy to say that it's there's been a slow recovery over this past you know i'd say basically may um, May has definitely, each week we've seen a little bit of an increase in the in number of patients who I think people are either doing more yard work and therefore they're in pain or um, they're just becoming more comfortable with our current new norm and so you know, we're, we're getting through it from a physical therapy standpoint. That's great. Yeah, how have you been keeping patients safe? Yeah, so um, I've been keeping a mask on and patients have been wearing a mask for at least six weeks now. They've been required to have a mask on as well. Changing all bed linens and pillowcases in between every single patient. Changing my scrubs in between every single patient. Keeping a little bit of time in between each patient so there's not, there's not an overlap. Um, there's never anyone you know in a waiting room. They just come straight in. Um, Know, wiping everything down, you know, monitoring symptoms from my perspective as well as patients, and really just trying to do to do what's the the right thing in order to help people, you know, get rid of pain. At the same time, um, we have to move on. At the same time. Yeah, absolutely. What's the biggest concern that you've heard from the patients? Has it yeah, been the so piece? yeah, I mean, you know, it's it's been interesting to see how everyone has a different comfort level, and I, I, I mean, I've had some patients say, you know, the pain that I've got in my lower back or into my leg is far worse than and what I could possibly deal with 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 COVID right now. Which, you know, who knows if that's completely true? But the truth is, some people really need need that care, and I think they feel comfortable coming to a place like this where. You know, at its at its highest or at its peak, we've had maybe ten people in the building total in a in a fifteen hour period. But a lot of times, it's four or five people that have come in through these doors. So that's really pretty low risk when you compare it to maybe going to Costco or going to the grocery store. Absolutely. Yeah, I know that it's been very challenging for people um, to try to 
interpret what these mandates mean by the state. Yeah. And so what we do is we just try to get our best understanding of it and keep our patients and our clients safe and happy and healthy and keep them moving. You know, right. it's tough to be stuck at home, but we're trying yeah. to do that in a safe way here the right. best that we can. Yeah. And and being that uh, as a physical therapist, we're considered healthcare professional. So with Mia working under my supervision, we've been able to kind of, um, you know, the whole um, office or clinic is like a PT clinic. And so I know some people have wondered how come we were never shut down or, you know, so by the book, we're considered uh, essential employees. So mm -hmm. that's been helpful for sure and, and allowed us to really do what we can to help the community. And what's great too is that um, to make people feel comfortable and to make sure that we're doing our part for the community, we, we offered for on the training side of things virtual training, so meeting remotely, like I was in my basement, I have a really awesome basement gym set up um, with plenty of bands or just doing like mat and body weight movements has been very successful and effective for all of our clients but also going outside. And I'm so happy that we have the spring and summer coming up um, just because we're able to be outside in comfortable warm weather so we can still um, get the movement in and be creative and have people feel comfortable and safe, but also stay active. So, yeah. yeah, and I've had some really nice feedback too in regards to some of Mia's videos because um, yeah, we've got this awesome and, uh, you know, her basement setup is super cool. And then she's done some fun videos as well that you can see on our YouTube channel. Um, shameless plug right there, yeah. www.youtube. Um, we're P PTW yeah. on there. So, um, but yeah, like she's really creative and she's done some really cool things out there. And we're also going to put out some, uh, some new footage soon to show what the types of things that we can do right here in this outdoor parking lot area, okay. um, you know, where there's a will, there's a way. If you wanna move and if you wanna, you know, work on strength and work on flexibility and just be be healthy, yeah. then we can, we can help you make it happen. Yeah, even just sitting here, we got two cones behind the camera and then on this side, two cones. We have all this space, not only for podcasts, but to really get a good workout in and out here. So whether clients wanna meet right outside of our space, I would also be happy to meet at Hamanasa or like another park or some sort of trail setting um, in someone's backyard. I would be happy to do that as well. Yeah. So it's been it's been a, a it's a challenge and it's definitely pushed us to learn what our mm -hmm. um, you know boundaries or, or to work around these obstacles. But I think it helps us grow. And and the truth is, you can can sweat and you can get a workout in yeah. and right now you can you can see um, you know the greenery and you can hear the birds and there's things like that are I think mentally they help cheer us up yes. and they help us um, and from a hormonal level as well yeah I know I even when I was the first couple weeks of being quarantined being at home like I started to feel a little antsy and I was thinking I, I really need to get out and start like moving more beyond just my house so it's so nice that we have the warm weather on our side and, and able to help people this way. Yeah, that it makes a huge difference, like you said, with the beautiful nature and the greenery. Yeah. I think like even uh, Chatfield Hollow is another place that's fairly close to where we are right now, and that could be a fun meeting point. Um, I know Mia's even, you know, sometimes her training sessions have been, you know, 50-50 running with somebody, and then 50% of it might be stretching and strength training. 
Yeah, you um, can still get some good strength training um, with just body weight movements, some good flexibility training there, and also some cardio, as Brian just mentioned. So you can get a full body workout and like meet all those criteria for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. How about you? Have you been staying staying active and trying to you know be fit in a in a different level without without the gyms? Yeah, I think um, like consistency is just key. Just trying, to, even if you're having a bad day or feeling kind of down, yeah, get outside, get moving and. Like I said, the weather's beautiful, so just get out there. And maybe step one is just going for a walk and just leaving your house for, you know, safely and um, being able to just get back into it is, is huge. Yeah. That's helped me. One thing that I've heard a lot of patients and clients talk to me about, and I, I firsthand um, several years ago when I was working out five, six days a week, accountability was really something. And mm. when you know that you're meeting someone somewhere, um, you know, whether it's 6 a.m. or whether it's 3 p.m., there's, it's on your schedule because you're meeting somebody there. So you're much less likely to email, text, call them and say, hey, you know, I can't do it because of X, Y, and Z. You know, even if you're, if the weather's not quite perfect or there's something that's getting in your way, you know, maybe you don't feel that great that day. You go there, almost always somebody's done working out with Mia or, you know, as a friend, and you're like, wow, I'm really glad that I did this. Yeah, absolutely. And I think what's what's great is just to have that connection with someone, too. You know, if you're stuck inside your house and, you're, and you are by yourself, that's really tough. Like, it's nice to have that human connection. And, of course, you can do that virtually, um, but you can also do that from a safe distance outside. But something beyond just the physical piece, it's, it's been that... Um, like communication and, and that accountability piece that Brian was just mentioning has, has been very successful and helpful for a lot of clients. Um, talk to me a little bit about wearing a mask. Yeah. So some people might be watching this video and thinking, ooh, they're, they're six feet apart but they don't have a mask on. Yeah. Um, before we go further into that, I'm just going to say my stance on that from the research that I've done and from several different pieces of information I've read when you're outdoors, if there's just two people, um, the, the chance of COVID aerosol germs spreading is diffused drastically because it is oxygenated, the air here, yeah. and there's a breeze which, you know, one could say it could carry something, but another could argue it's just blowing everything elsewhere. So right. um, what about working out with a mask and things like that? Yeah, so absolutely. If, if I want to wear a mask to help my patients and my clients feel safe. So I want to leave that open to the client. So if the client is like, I'm outside, I don't feel comfortable wearing a mask, that's okay. And we'll maintain our distance and we'll make sure that we're getting a safe workout in. Um, and of course, we always spray down equipment and we make sure that we do that after each individual use. Um, if a patient would really like to uh, wear that mask, of course, I would absolutely love for them to wear a mask, but that makes them feel comfortable. I will always have my mask ready to go to help my patients and my clients. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I've, I've heard a lot of concern, um, even some confusion. So. From what I've been taught, from what I understand, wearing a mask, if I wear a mask in an indoor setting, if I'm going to the grocery store, if I'm going, if I'm treating my clients, I am protecting the patient by me wearing the mask. There still seems to be confusion out there with some people. I'm not wearing the mask to protect me from you. Right. I'm wearing the mask to protect you from me. Right. Um, with that being said, 
I don't believe that I have it. I don't believe I have anything that's contagious at this point, but we're not taking those risks. Right. If we're indoors, we're always wearing masks, period. Um, if we're outdoors, we're maintaining healthy social distance, which is easy from a personal training and performance training perspective. Mm -hmm. And when I'm treating patients outdoors, I'll have a mask on as well. As a PT, with that being said, uh, some patients are being treated outside because that's their comfort level. And in this nice area, we'll set up a treatment table outside and then the patient and myself will wear masks. Obviously, we're in a very close proximity as a PT uh, doing manual therapy. And as health professionals too, we always look at the new mandates and the new research that comes out, so we're constantly learning too. Right, and that's, that's why things have been changing and, and ever flowing along the lines. Absolutely. Um, yeah, so, you know, moving forward, we're looking forward to trying to do different types of training activities and things like that. Um, are you, are you open to even small group training and how are we doing that in terms of within the household versus, you know, friends and things like that? Absolutely. So um, looking right now, going forward with that group training, we would like to have the outdoor setting and have different stations set up. Like I know that people have been using tape outside just to maintain good distance for small groups. Um, so for example, we work a lot with runners and different high school groups and you know, looking forward to that fall season, a lot of people are getting ready to um, keep moving there for, the, for their upcoming season. So we always maintain those good distances with tape or cones um, and get, getting ready for that using that minimal equipment. Um, going forward too, yeah, with like those small groups, um, communicating with parents, communicating with people to see what we could do to best support them in the community. So we are also looking into um, renting out our space to different families, which is going to be really awesome. So anyone in that same household, they have to be 15 and over, um, and that's just for safety reasons and to keep everything uh, clean um, and healthy as they keep moving in our, in our gym space. But what we're doing is we're trying to make sure that we have opportunities for people where they can either rent the space, keep distance outside, work virtually, just to make sure that people have an opportunity to be active. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. So, you know, um, all of this is, is, like I said, it's ever-changing. So currently this is where we stand, but, you know, potentially in a couple of weeks some of these things will be progressing or, or, or opening up, so to speak. Um, like I said, we're, we're trying to keep tabs on um, with the Small Business Administration and, and other types of um, news mandates and just try to make sure that we know what's going on and, mm. and we know what's the safest way to proceed. But I think the, the biggest thing is that we, we want people to also feel open and okay with you know, getting out and getting some exercise and not just living in fear, staying inside and thinking, I can't go outside. Mm. It's okay to go for a walk, and if you, you know, if you're passing by someone, obviously working on, on maintaining some social distance, and if you do feel that a mask is necessary for you, then by all means, wear that. But don't feel that staying inside is the healthiest thing, because I think that you have to weigh um, some of the negatives that can come with being isolated, and a lack of exercise, and a lack of sunshine, yeah, vitamin D is huge for immune system and just mental health. Right. Like getting outside, getting that sun. Right. So I think living in fear can also cause some 
some challenging situations with your with your internal um, kind of your homeostatic or your hormonal balance. Mm -hmm. I think trying to get out and, and realize it's okay. I'm not saying you should be going to the grocery store five days a week. That's not what I'm saying. Or giving I'm people saying, a bunch of hugs, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. Um, we're just trying to to weigh the negatives with the positives of getting exercise and getting out and finding finding your place of comfort. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No, I agree. I think it's. I feel good just being out here. Yeah. <laughs> you know, if you're in a closed-off space, um, and it, especially for such a long period of time, it's been over two months now. Yeah. You know, that's that's a long time. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, no, I, I'm. When it comes to sunshine and vitamin D, that's huge, and I just try to communicate that with our clients. Yeah. Another interesting topic that um, Mia and I haven't spoken too much about yet, but human touch, human mm. touch and interaction. If you think about um, these poor, poor seniors and geriatrics who've been in these nursing facilities you know no one's even touching them yeah. or or people are always constantly keeping this six foot ten foot distance their loved ones aren't even able to come visit them you know like some people thrive off of human touch and interaction so giving a good you know i i really do feel there's nothing better than a really good hug and yet a lot of us haven't hugged our own parents for quite some time now um, yeah, it's hard to even like virtually it's hard to see people's expressions like when you see someone's right. expression like in person It's so different, right? And then where everyone's wearing masks just a smile a good smile You know, we always used to joke, but my daughter and my wife have beautiful smiles and you know Fortunately, I live with them, but a lot of people don't get to see these smiles mm. um, But I, I think you know just for the ones who are in your social bubble give them an extra hug you know yeah. that that social touch I shouldn't say social touch, but that human touch, it really is therapeutic. And um, I think that as we start to come out of pan pandemonium, pandemania, um, you know, we have to take it slow and, and gradual and we have to be very careful. I don't like when people are just, you know, really haphazard like, oh yeah, let's, let's party and let's, you know, we don't need to wear masks for anything. And like, that's not what I'm suggesting, but in, in your own bubble, it's it's healthy to to hug and it's healthy to um, interact. Mm. You know the Zoom um, the Zoom website or app has been a really amazing way to at least be able to interact with people who you haven't been able to be close with, but at least being able to see each other is also special. Yeah, and even going outside for a walk, even if it's not someone who's in your social bubble, but you see them from 25 yards away, you're like, oh, there's life. Yeah, right. I'm not just in my house by myself, like. Everyone's going through this together. There's life. I see this person walking. I see that person walking. You feel better when you when you see people, even if it's from a distance. Yeah. yeah. I also think it's okay to say hi to people. Yeah. You know, I, I I feel like there's times where people are walking in the neighborhood, and um, they turn know, their everyone, head. Everyone, yeah, we we're like quick, you know, parting the sea. Like you know, they go to the one side and every, you know that's that's yeah. fear again that's overriding our decision making which I do understand why people are doing this, but it is okay to say, hi, how are you? It's beautiful out, you know, hope you have a great weekend, happy Memorial Day, yeah. things like that, as opposed to um, kind of worrying that j you can't transmit a disease that some of us don't even have by just looking at someone and smiling. Yeah, absolutely. No, I'm a huge um, believer in like helping people and being thoughtful, and you can respect their space, but even like what Brian was just saying, saying hi to someone can go a long way, not only for them, like you might have made their day. Like they may have been in isolation by themselves, 
for, for like a couple months, right? So you're making their day, but you're also making your, your own day just by like that social communi communication, interaction. Right. Yeah. And if you think um, also along the lines of, you know, depression and anxiety, it, you know, that's a, that's a been up already for some time in, in our world, but a third of the state is unemployed right now. Mm. So there are people that are probably walking in the neighborhood and they're probably teetering on, you know, nervous, am I gonna get a, a job soon? When am I gonna get that unemployment check? Am I gonna get um, laid off soon because things are, are a little crazy? So going that extra sort of mile just to, to smile and say, hey, how are you today? Yeah. Like that really can help somebody. Yeah. You know, maybe somebody's working on the front lines and they've been traumatized recently because they've been an EMT or they're, you know, a nurse or doctor working in the hospital. So I think instead of everybody being in this very fragile state of fear and um, anxiety, there's some of us who just need to be a little bit more um, happy and pleasant to one another. Yeah, like small steps of positivity can really help you even like just get motivated to do something that's going to benefit yourself as well. Right. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I just thought we, we should talk a little bit about sort of, you know, as a review, we talked a little bit about an update on what we're doing from a training and a therapy standpoint. And then I just wanted to talk a little bit about the current state of where we're at and, and try to figure out ways that we can help people to sort of uplift their spirits, if you will. Yeah, we're here for you. Yep. Let us know how we can help and, um, and keep... Uh, Keep your eyes peeled for any, any more possible changes coming up soon. Cool. All right. Sounds good. Take care.